made, you people. What do you mean, you people? Huh? Who are you people? Huh? You people. Huh? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Caps all fucked up. So like I couldn't like. How did your new phone fuck up your bank? No, no, I know. I just I forgot the user. I know the password. <laughs> I know the two passwords to get in because there's two passwords to get into my fucking account shit on my phone app on the on my old phone on the, on the app. Gotcha. But I forgot what the fucking goddamn username is. Want want. Yeah. So that's like I'm like ah shit. But um because it was like star 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 and then like a, a couple numbers and a letter. So like the first five characters in my fucking username you can't even see you know so i'm like i, I and I'm, I'm trying to think but i don't want to guess you know and just lock myself out that you was, just can't you just be like i forgot my username email it to me yeah i've been doing that a lot though <laughs> i just got burned out on it i think i felt like, it makes you feel like a fucking idiot like oh you forgot your password huh I'm like yes i fucking did sorry hey are we on yeah we're on i got something to talk about round top something real simple yeah uh, so I don't know if y'all know about this, but uh, you know, um, Patrice O'Neill supposed to had like a a documentary made when he died, right? Yeah. yeah. And his girlfriend like picked up the whole thing, like she was gonna do it, blah blah blah, and she did like a crowdfunding thing. Yeah. Well, this is that was shit. So a while ago, and I was on I was on, on uh YouTube on one of my journeys, and I came across this video. This guy just made it actually probably about three days ago about like what happened and like everything that's led up to it, and pretty much, pretty much what they did was they they hired these people that had no experience making the documentary, and what they believe is that they had no intentions of creating it because they wanted to do it where no big people were involved because they figured that's what Patrice would want. Yeah. And so they crowdfunded it and they were going to develop it themselves so it wouldn't be tainted by, you know what I'm saying, corporate or whatever. Yeah. And what they did was they took all these interviews, they dumped them online, just random interviews between all his friends and stuff. Yeah. And pretty much they abandoned the project and then they sold all the rights to Comedy Central. Oh, what the fuck? You're getting, you fuck you. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they God. don't even know if they're going to make it. They may have just bought the rights and never will, and will never make it. They just bought all the rights oh, to it. Oh, fuck you, Comedy Central. You better make it. Either make it and then. Give a large portion of it to his fucking. But you know he was so yeah. anti-establishment. I ain't gonna tell yeah. him who he rubbed the wrong way. That's like fuck this dude. Probably yeah. You know you I know mean, motherfuckers that do that shit, man. I mean I hope they make it. I hope they be true to him. But Someone will make it. Huh? Someone yeah. will make one regardless. Dude, it's it's actually one. It's a real good one online. A fan made it. It's real good. So I, yeah, I see the one that's on uh, that one that's online. So. Okay, I'll just blast through this. The late and great comedian passed away in 2011, leaving behind a legacy of brilliant career that inspired a generation of comedians and a grieving hardcore fan base. In 2015, three filmmakers announced plans to work with Patrice's fiance, Von DiCarlo, to create a documentary honoring Patrice's voice, life, and work. Director and producer Mark Farrell, Sansi Fabri, and Jason Steinberg set out to tell the story of his career and comedy featuring Patrice's comedy friends, his family, and his fans. The fans would be a big part of the doc, in no small part because they would be providing the initial funding to get the project off the ground via an Indiegogo campaign. The initial plan was to deliver the film by May 2016, according to the estimated delivery date for perks and donations. But in the three and a half years since the campaign reached his goal, and then some, and on Monday came the news of the three film's producers, including the director, are exiting the project. 
Skipping ahead. Uh, the team says they did any, everything in their power to see the film to fruition, but insist it was a dead end. Quote, this was, th it was this, turning over the project or seeing all the work made only because of your generous contributions go down the drain and never see the light of day. And that was too big to sacrifice. So... Yeah, see, I don't think he would have felt that way. So they fucked up and let it go because of their egos? No, no, they probably couldn't get the material, couldn't get the people to buy in because these guys were, I mean, you got to be, you have to get it's, the right people. you got to yeah, get yeah, his yeah. friends. Is, and that's Louis C.K. Well, he they had them. Like, all the interviews were like all these people, but like, I think it was it was Bill Burr and someone else wasn't like two of the big people. They're like, why wasn't these? Because you know Bill Burr is the one that does his uh, his show, his anniversary show. Yeah, he does and the benefit every yeah, year. All the money goes to his family, and he used to give money to the to the fiance Vonda, but he does, he cut her off. He cut off Vaughn. He cut her off, man. Really, because like everything I knew of Patrice was that really trusted her. But yes, all that money was supposed to go to the mother, I, what, his this, mother, and like it wasn't his kid. It was like. Maybe Vaughn's her, kid? Yeah, her kid. Yeah. But no, this is pretty much what I see because I follow her on, on Facebook. And Me too. I think she's just, she felt like she was under the shadow of Patrice. And now, and she tried to use his lineage to gain uh, just some type of respectability or some type of marketability in the industry because, I mean, she's done everything. She, she's she been a comedian. She's been a musician. She's been a TV personality. She's been all these different personalities. She's trying to find what's going to make her the big thing and i think she thought that uh making that documentary was going to be but i mean i've i've listened to some of her interviews now now i think she's sick of being known as patrice's girlfriend you know she actually said that she's like she doesn't want to be patrice's girlfriend or whoever her daughter is mother she wants to be who she is and i think that's just what she's doing now and she's i think that's abandoned it. fair because like she was never like he was never gonna marry her mm? he was never gonna do those things like he is very similar to your life perspective, Anthony, is like exactly what he espoused. And it's like when she recognizes like all I really am was Patrice's like best friend, like Ed reality. It's like, does that define you for the rest of your life? Well, no, I don't think people should put the pressure of her, of, of carrying his legacy in lieu of hers, you know what I'm saying, just to make them happy because that's what people are doing. You know, like it's not, I mean, she can... She, she said she did it. She would do it, so she should have done it. But she really doesn't have any obligation to do it other than her word. And if she wants to go back on her word, then that's on her. Right. And so a different side of a similar coin is what was it? Patton Oswalt's wife died and was writing that book about BTK. Yeah. And it's because of her work and what he continued pushing after she died. <sighs> made that all go down. It got released, he got arrested, the whole thing because of her work. That, and then, you know what? He moved on. He got yeah. he's married to moved another woman. Quick too. Yeah, pretty quick. But it wasn't that quick because think about it. Like if it's he fulfilled here. her life's dream. Like I've brought closure to her life. Like then I can move on because like her existence is complete. I helped her with that. I helped her like I did her at, when I was her husband yeah. to help her. Like you know, you're supportive of your other half. I, okay, right? I, I can see that being the case with him. Totally, what you just said. Not a, not an issue. I get it. But when you see that in normal life, it's a little fucking weird. How like in a year you're already married again. Not not like dating someone. You're fucking already married, like within the year. But there's a catharsis. That's a little weird. It, but, it sends off some red flags. But, That's all I'm saying. But think about the catharsis. Yeah. If you 
like the peace that comes with like I've fulfilled my yeah. my obligation to this person. Yeah. Like I can move on. They are totally. now complete yeah. in death and I can just move on. Like I don't hate that. Like if I mean you, if that's a if that's a task you take upon yourself and you make a promise to do that, you should do that, but you don't have an obligation to do that. No, yeah. you you absolutely don't. I'm <laughs> not at at any stretch yeah. trying to insinuate that anybody does not Patton, not Von DiCarlo. Yeah. But for their own hum their own person, for their own agency, there's a lot to be said yeah. about fulfilling their legacy because then you don't have to live behind it forever. It's fulfilled. It's at its natural conclusion. I can that, get past that's all That's fine. This. That's noble. And but, I don't advise that, but that's one yeah. way to do it. I mean, I think that's a really big problem with a lot of people is that we have some type of demented honor in carrying on the disputes of our ancestors. No one's everyone is we're you have people that are at, have been at war for hundreds of years and the only reason why they're at war because at one point in time they couldn't cooperate on something and from that literally uh, spawned my, my grandfather died doing this and so I have to yeah. and so instead of instead of honoring them by trying to create peace you perpetuate the violence and that's not any way and that's we've come to believe that that's a way to <clears throat> to honor them is yes. by killing in their name and that's to, to holding their grudge exactly they weren't whatever mentally strong enough to cooperate so in that they never be they never were able to resolve their issues so it was just a bunch of death and destruction so what's the longest grudge you've ever held like personally not that like came down where your mom was like i hate this fucking guy because of this shit that happened in the past but like for you like Bear, you seem like somebody that doesn't really hold a grudge, so I'll ask that question. Uh, probably about seven years, and it was the kid that rolled on me to where I got locked up. Okay, so like outright betrayal directly at you. Yes. And okay. what? Wait, wait. Why did you have a grudge with him though? Because he he told on you. Yeah. Okay. And did you tell on anybody in that? Because that situation's a larger. I did not. I I just I was like, no, that was me. I, I did that, and I just I ended it with me. Yeah, Hamill, longest grudge. I have a feeling I might know the answer to this. <laughs> well, it's pretty I easy. <laughs> I mean, it's been about shit. How long has it been? This is how it's been that long. Shit. Um, it's been over ten years. Oh, it's been that long. Yeah, since since it happened. Yeah. Okay, and that that would, to be specific, your ex-wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, listen, okay, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and actually I did kind of sort of in a weird way reach out to her in a way because I found her on, on fucking Instagram, and she's private, so I just sent her like a friend, like, a, like just a request, like, hey, because it's like, you know, she's got to okay everything, and I get it. And the reason why is because my, okay, I have family members who decided to take my pain into their own hands, and I didn't know this. Well, before you go down, because okay. that's going to be the my second round okay. of questioning. All right, yeah. Your longest grudge towards a a, a human. I Anthony. don't think I've I've I, you know what? At a very young age, I learned that people are just who they are. So I've never kept a grudge. But I've I've tried to keep a grudge. Like if I someone does something to me. And I see them because I think I should keep a grudge. I'll try to charge myself like this motherfucker. But it's just like, and then, so I don't really, I've never really had any type of grudges. Like there's some motherfuckers I should definitely have grudges against. But I've always, you know what I'm saying, tried to be a bridge instead of a fucking match. So, I mean, that's just always my personality. And what is, so, the 
whatever the the most impactful grudge you have, do you remember what it was about? Like when you held it? Shit. Mm. Nah. I really can't remember, man. I don't. I've never really. It's like, and I, and I, don't, I, take, I don't hate that. Response. No, I take. It, I, I teach a, each event as an individual event. I don't take an event and then perpetuate that feeling throughout time. So then, when I reach that, so it, it, who knows what was going on when somebody did something to me to make me have this grudge? The next time I meet meet them, it may not be going on. It may be a totally different thing, and I have to give opportunity to that for them to make amends and for me to do that. But, I can't carry that grudge. So yet. you've never had a situation where. The, the, uh, um, making amends is not an option. It's literally like, nope, I've decided you're not in my life. I'm going to be cordial and shake your hand because that's what we have to do in this situation, but don't fucking talk at me. Well, well no, I've never done that. I've, I've done that. Yes, I've done. I've, I've, I've apologized to people like that, but I just avoid them. So I just won't because I don't know how they'll react because some people, you, you'll have a person to where, you know, they'll they'll act like they, you know, say have giving up on a grudge but then stab you in your back so i right. just avoid that person you know saying if we ever cross paths and there's an issue then i'll definitely try to talk it out but i mean i can throw them hands if that needs to be if you want to take the violence and i'm trying to motherfucking sit here and talk to you then we can definitely fight but i'd rather talk to you so so maybe the next question doesn't necessarily apply but like how did you bear how did you get past Seven years, you said you held a grudge, right? Give or take. Uh, but when, how do you get past? From like 19 you, to like 25, 26. So how there. do you get over that? Was it just time and like forgot this motherfucker? Or was there some other conciliatory uh, I just, I, affair? I grew as a person and I just, I felt it wasn't necessary to hold on to that anger anymore. But did you, did you ever like seek like peace with that individual or was it just peace within you it's like yeah that happened it is what it is I'm, i've moved on i don't need to oh, go yeah, talk I, to yeah, him yeah I, I don't even know how to get a hold of that guy now like, okay no that's that's fair also let me let me say this right quick i've always also been a person where i heard i hold myself responsible for the things i did like okay i'll give you an example <laughs> i was i was in training in uh what was i i was in uh damn i can't remember but i was in houston somewhere i can't remember not houston san antonio Military Medical Academy. And so it was this girl I was fucking with, right? And she had gave me some money. And I told her I was going to give her money back, but I had no intentions of giving her money back, right? <laughs> and I was fucking the shit out. She let me fuck it, whatnot, right? <laughs> so the last day she was there, she took a knife. She found my car, cut up all my car seats. Now, at that point, I could have been mad. But I'm like, I can't be mad at that because I fucked her over. So that's just a retaliation for what I did. So I take responsibility for what I do. I, I, this, is, this is where I've always been. And this is where I, this is I've stayed out of trouble. I've done a lot of fucked up shit, okay? But I, my, one thing my father always taught me, do your dirt by your lonely so you ain't got to kill a motherfucker later. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's my father. My father, true, you know what I'm saying, was out there in the street. So he imparted on me street knowledge. And that's a good thing to do. So if you're going to do something, you can't trust another motherfucker to... To, you know what I'm saying, choose you over them. So don't even put that person in that situation. Do it by yourself. You know, but I've learned the lessons from the things I've done because when I feel shameful, I feel like I've done something wrong, I don't do it no more. That's my body telling me that ain't for you, man. Don't do that shit. So, Hamill, you alluded to the fact that you reached out to 
yeah, the, your ex, sort of, kind of, after yeah. a decade. Yeah, that like takes a, that's a huge leap up for you, like because I've been in that role. Yeah, you do that, and it's just like, wow, well, do no, I try is, to friend this person? This was, where are you at? This was one of the things that opened up my 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 brain when we uh, did shrooms together. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, that's true. We got to do it. I wasn't like wasted, but like I didn't get like crazy high off the mushrooms. But I mean, it was a weird, a calming effect to where like all of a sudden, like I, I like I'm broke right now. Like I'm in the red in my bank account. It's red, and I just I'm like whatever. Like I'll, I'll get through it. We're it's like, fun, right? We're like six months ago, I would have been like fucking like just a manic mess. And all you doing yeah. is working too hard to make yourself worry. Yeah, yeah. Because what's gonna happen is gonna happen. You worrying yeah. ain't gonna put the money in your well, account. That's what I. That's part of the real exactly. life. Yeah, I realize. And that's right. what you got. A lot of people out here working so hard yeah. to be fucking miserable. It blows my mind how we hate the things we hate so much that we'll negate the ability to love anything. So when you have that type of mentality, everything is an argument. You can't see the beauty in everything because you're so addicted to the hate. Because that's just easier to be. It's much easier to be sad at the bottom than fall from the top. So you struggle for to be sad because you don't want to go up to the top and then potentially fall down because that's what humans will do to you. They'll pull, they'll pull you down if you let them. But if you have an idea of positivity, then nobody can pull you down. You yeah. just accept people for what they are. You move on. Yeah. We call that Kevin Hart syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, I remember thinking to myself, like, you know what, man? Like, I wasn't exactly a great husband, if a, if a good one. Like, I wasn't shitty. Like, I didn't do anything shitty to her. Mm. Like I headbutted her one time in the face completely on accident. That's about I like white dude's idea of shitty. Yeah. I ain't doing shitty. Well, I headbutted a bit in the face one time, but you know, it that was, ain't. I mean, it was a complete accident. She was reaching over me. I uh, happened to sit up and I got it right good. in the mouth. With oh, that's an accident, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's just. I thought you did on purpose. No, no, no. Right, Hamill comes yeah. up drunk. The socks lost again, and he just grabs her by the shoulder. Wham! Like Mad Max style. Why aren't my socks rolled up? Boop! Right above it. But like, but like, I did dumb shit. Like, you know, I'm like one one time she was like, "Oh, uh, that's right, the rent. We gotta make sure we have enough money for rent." And like the moment she says it, my doorbell rings, and a hockey jersey that I spent two hundred fucking dollars on shows up to the house, and she's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, I did stupid financial shit. You know, like I wasn't smart with money. I'm oh shit! Like, Let me tell you. So right, you were I, young. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I was, how old were you? I was like in my mid twenties. No, I, I married when I was 24. We got divorced at 27. So basically, yeah, my, my, my mid-20s, but I just, I didn't know. You were I, only with that broad for three years no. and you hated her for a decade? No, I was with her for seven. Oh, we gotcha. I was with, we were together for a while. But the thing is, is that, like, I held the grudge. It wasn't because of why she did it. I get why she did it. It was how she did it. That really bothered me. And how she didn't, like, up front tell me, like, what's going on. I'd, like, figure it out. That shit to this day still bothers me. It's like, why didn't you just fucking tell me? Like, I would have taken it hard, obviously, but like, I'd be, I think I'd be well over it by now. If you only, you only think that, you only think that because that's the like the other side of the fence. Exactly, and you don't exactly. That's the other side of the fence is greener. No, your your hatred would still be there, but it'd be like, and then the bitch just flat out tells me, yeah, I'm fucking this dude at Disney World. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? It wouldn't have been any better. It wouldn't have matter how she did it. It would have still resulted in the same action. Of yeah. divorce and y'all not being together. Oh, obviously, yeah. You like know. that's yeah. Because so like, I mean, it really don't matter. But yeah, it was just fucking weird how it just all went to shit. Like I mean, just real fast. It was like, but like yeah, just the shit. Like the, like the shock of it and like. Here's you know. the question: Before you guys got divorced, were you happy? No, last year that marriage was. That's fucking, why it ended. Yeah, we were fucking miserable. I'm not saying it wasn't a great uh, that it's not a good idea that we got divorced. It probably is a good idea we got divorced. To be honest with you, but at the same time, like I don't know, just. 
I thought I thought that she'd be more like I don't want to say like respectful. Maybe not the word I'm looking for, but like you thought and you married her and you thought some shit about it. You I, didn't I, know. No, I figured that. I that's what I you thought. figured. Yeah, I I, that's your first problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, I know. Well, you went in there with a hope and a prayer. Like, yeah. please be right, bitch. <laughs> and she wasn't. But at the same time, like now, whenever I'm dating anybody. I get a red flag, dude. I'm fucking gone. If, if you you just, can't be scared, dude. Everybody got red flags. Everyone. It's, it's, if you, you talk, lived past the age of 18, I know red that. You yeah. talk about them, and, and, and you know, you you just go through, you work through yeah. them. You choose, do I want to deal with this bullshit? But like I said, that's the problem. People always put their best foot forward, yeah. so you don't know the fucked up shit they got in their closet until they fall the fuck out, and by that time, you in love, yeah. so now you got to make a decision. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm just, but like that decision, though, and then it comes down to that decision, as soon as that happens i immediately think it's all the bad shit and then all of a sudden i'm like nah, no nah, fuck I, I can't i'm done i'm out yeah. and or like that or they broke up with me like one of the two but like uh most of the time is they break up with me but the thing is is like i know that that's not a good behavior I'm, I'm not saying i'm not like excusing what i'm doing i'm just saying this is what i've done and it's it's like when you were saying like how it's like watching me step on a rake Dude, just repeatedly, dude, like, that's that, yeah. dude. That's life. You don't yeah. apologize for the mistakes. You don't do them anymore. And you yeah. get better. That's how you become better. That's why we was outside arguing. When you was like, you got to teach your child to be better. They, you can't teach your child to be better. I don't want to go into this. I don't want to go into this. I don't want to go into this. I don't want to go into this because it's gonna lead down to what I wanted to write about later. No, like well, <laughs> going back to what I was talking about. Basically, is is, is, is like I I. I'm over it now to the point where, like, I would like just to have some closure to it, kind of, sort of, like, talk to her if she's got any questions, just to kind of close this book, just to get get Dude, it done. you're wanting something but, from her that she is not going to give you. I know. Yeah, man. The, she, like, like, yeah, clo- the closure you seek doesn't exist. Except for in the rare circumstance that the, she just kind of needs that, too. She, yeah. No, like, but she, she just wants it, to know that, like, this guy, seven years of, their, of her life, yeah. so we're talking that a quarter of her life yeah. to this point was spent with she might also feel that way and that's like the weird thing because like your closure can honestly be because i recently did this with an ex this is that from like an ex i was with 15 years ago that i haven't talked to or interacted or even sought out since i just shot her like hey y'all good it was it's not you know what that was for me it was just be like you know what after 15 years i was like yeah i kind of did that bitch wrong like yeah. for me, but this is the and thing. If though. she doesn't respond, that's all good. Yeah. I did my piece. I'm just throwing that's fact, but that's yeah. fact. But that this is what you're doing, though. You're anticipating a particular reaction that's going to release you from the bond you create. Yes, you are. Because if let's say you do that and you call her, you want some closure, and then you find out a ton more shit she did that you didn't even know about. Now, how do you feel? I'd be like, all right, well, at least you're being honest right now. Okay. Right, like that's how I, I would take when it. you when you cross that threshold would be like yeah this yeah. this bitch the, the only did closure you need is forgiving her mentally and moving the fuck on that's yeah. the only closure you need because well, like we didn't because need, if she needs closure let her come to you and whatever and yeah. then you just like all right okay cool I forgive you and you move the fuck on but you should have moved the fuck on a long time ago I know that that's why but it's taken me a while to kind of figure that out that's a, why <laughs> I don't What's, I don't fucking know is that a fucking edible no it's a that, hell that, no that'd be hilarious the <laughs> real uh, <laughs> Treat. Break me up a chunk. It's My like half a fucking break. wheel of cheese. Like it's <laughs> fucking monstrous. I told the girl, like, I feel like I'm buying drugs. <laughs> you got a straight key, you fucking edibles right there. It's a big ass chunk, and it's pretty tasty, the small piece I have in my mouth. Yeah, good. Just put a knife in it, snort it real quick. <laughs> as long as it's not a brick. I mean, you can't fuck up Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. 
But oh, you can. You absolutely you can. can. Right, you can. Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you fuck up Rice Krispie yeah. treats? You white people find a way to fuck up anything. I've never made a Rice Krispie treat. I will treat. never forgive what? white people for making tacos expensive. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forgive, ah, forgive ah, you for slavery ah, before I forgive you for that. Fuck. Uh, Corey made tacos My motherfucking asshole <laughs> Oh Jesus <laughs> Dude you want good tacos You have to get them From a truck Parked outside of a tire shop That's where the good tacos are That is true No Look let me tell you something <sighs> White people have done Some great things With the cultures they've stolen Okay White people uh, made some good Motherfucking tacos But my taco shouldn't cost Eight motherfucking dollars I don't give a fuck What you put we in this We did bitch. the blues better We did You an asshole <laughs> Did you say we did the blues better? Yep. Smooth jazz. That's y'all blues. Find me a blues guitar is better than Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, uh, shit. What's In it? history. Uh, what's his so because one. so because one motherfucker is good. But has, that's, there, you, has there been you one just, since? You claim the whole music genre. Well, buddy guy. Yes, that was 30 years earlier. I don't know musicians well enough to battle though. you on this. So. No, but he, buddy guy was definitely not better than Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's uh, not an opinion. No, it's... Fucking the facts. Sh- yeah, I mean, oh, the shit Steve Ray Vaughan could do. How can you have facts when there's talent that's subjective and objective? You came up. It's time and place. So who is? It? So here's the order of operations. You have a lot of like fucking dope blue. How is it time and place when blue. you said ever? You said ever. Ever. It's an, that's not it's, time and place. It's an evolution. So what's happened since then? You had Jimi Hendrix, and nobody thought anybody was going to touch Jimi Hendrix. Twenty fucking years later, some fucking white boy comes through and fucking shreds the shit out of that. You know way that people are like blues legends are like yep that's the mantles now on this guy we're 30 years past stevie ray vaughn where's that next guy what about the guy that did clips of dope well you know what i'll say Dude, fuck you <laughs> eric clapton <laughs> is still you. alive oh my god if fucking armstrong even had an idea what you were talking about he'd punch you uh, in the yeah, throat I don't have the music knowledge to even battle y'all or call y'all racist <laughs> <laughs> It's a song where it's... Oh, no, I'm pulling that up because what you just said, Ward's like everybody needs to... His response to what's happened since... Come on now. Yeah. You're saying blue... Okay, did you be a guitarist or like blues and blues just blues? Because it's a feel, man. Like... Okay, this isn't blues. Blues is very specific, and you don't get... You're not a blues guitarist until somebody says, you are blues. Like, so old yeah. heads have to come at you and be like, yeah, you're the guy. That's why, like, Dan I Aykroyd don't trust is. your opinion because this is what I've learned. <laughs> Here. Because white people are broadcast to more people, they always think they're the best. But what you find out is, like, the best black motherfuckers... They don't even know about the people that black people yeah. think are the best. They you don't even know about, and it goes both ways because you can see that with comedians. I'll ask a person like, "What's your favorite comedian?" Be a white dude. He's giving me all white comedians. Motherfuckers, I ain't even heard. Like, who the fuck is this? Have you ever heard of Corey Holcomb? Have you ever heard of Patrice? Have you ever heard of these motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? They've never heard of these people, and like those are people that's vying for the top. So it's like you can't really have a correct like this is the greatest if you don't know all spectrums of everything. This guy is not the greatest of anything. No, no, he's definitely not. I said it like kind of half joking for fuck's sake. God damn. So, <laughs> so this would be my my play for that. This is the this is the current people are trying to say he's like eighteen now. He's like fourteen when he did this. That's bullshit. They keep trying to do that shit with kids. 
you got to go through some shit to be great. Yeah. No, like legit. This is when he was fourteen. When he was fuck now, like oh my fuck, like this. This is the guy. This he's is got the guy a voice, where be like, he's oh. not showing me any awesome guitar. That's skills. what I'm saying. Like he's not really whatever. What's he look like now? Show me how he's performing now. Who cares what he did when he was fourteen? I was phenomenal on a BMX bike when I was fourteen. I could have got sponsored and everything, and now I'm just a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's better. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, but wait till you see him tear this next so this is It's and and it's not about technical skill in the blues. It's feel. And that's why I use that as my mantle. It's like Tom Morello, best technical guitarist in our well, lifetime. Well, I mean, that's what that's what white people do. They there. make everything about technical skill because y'all devils, but so y'all only be- feel evil. Being a blues guitarist, no, like I said, you need to That's be That's why like, y'all like rock listen. and death metal. It has to be hateful and shit. <laughs> and and the country music has to be sorrowful because you're sorry because you did black people so goddamn wrong. And rap music <laughs> needs bitches. to be like, I was innocent. I didn't shoot that guy right in front of that guy. I miss y'all, no man. You see video. how much I miss y'all? <laughs> I miss y'all. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is Eric Clapton still alive? <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> he is, but his kid fell out a window, and he hasn't been the same since. Yeah. Well, and anybody, saying. and I don't understand Eric Clapton. He was God, right? People wrote Eric Clapton is God, but they called him Slow Hand. Like you're slow, motherfucker. Like your hand's got a twenty third chromosome. What can I say? I mean, the guy's British. You know. <laughs> 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 I like how you let that one die. <laughs> hey, thank you. There's my fucking bomb for the night. Many more to come. Bombing's fun. So your argument is this is currently the the future of blues. This is the future of the big blues guy, like of the blues guitarist. Like, I mean, I'm I'm a huge blues guitar. This this type of thing. If he could, BB King, all that I've seen them. They're it's unbelievable. When it, all it's a whole different vibe to for music. him to probably break big like mainstream is that he's gonna have to write just that one song that they, they play everywhere, that every station fucking plays. But that's not how the blues works. Well, that's how because that's how the, all the be- there, honestly no- all the best blues songs already got written. They were all yeah. written by 1954. But it, it, plus, there's no big market for blues. You go see blues. Blues isn't marketed to people like that. Right. So. Correct. But people, like, you have those breakthroughs where yeah. it's just like this guy. Like Blues Traveler, like- John Popper. Dude, you can hate all you want, I but if you, love you if you get away from like the hook, and then you get away from the other big radio songs, they legitimately had some decent blues music. And he did have like fifteen hundred harmonicas and a pocket for each one on his fucking vest. Like Why, said, man? You got the you got to go through some shit to, to play the blues, man. You can, like I said, it's just like you said. You can play a guitar and be the best guitar player ever, but if you can't attach them emotions and that feeling of the blues to it, then yo, you got a, a woman got to been stepped on your motherfucking heart for you to play some real motherfucking blues. Something got to been happening to you in your life to give you some type of spiritual awakening to play good bu- blues and make people feel it like it's supposed to be felt. I this agree. guy's too fat to be a real drug addict. 
I ain't hey, being fat's hard, goddammit. Especially a little fat motherfucker with rolls in the back of your head. Look at that nigga head. <laughs> Niggas are mean shit. I could be a blues guy. He's going to have to I've watch diabetes or he's not going to be able to play like but that much that's longer. Why he's, that's why he's so good, though. Because he fat motherfuckers and roasted that nigga. Like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> yo hot dog, neck ass nigga. Motherfucking ham shank head, motherfucker. So his motherfucker like, fuck, I'm about to sit in the house and just play guitar, nigga. And that's what it is. I know when your arm or your uh, your leg and your foot become one, they call it a cankle. Yeah, but that guy's got no wrists. It's just arm finger. <laughs> arm finger. That's why he's such a good blues player. It's he the doesn't... same circumference from his neck down to his pinky finger. <laughs> like a tree trunk of a human being. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is where bullying works right here. <laughs> yeah, this is what. Yeah, but so you got to bully the right kid that's going to take his like frustration out artistically and not shoot up a fucking school. Hey, let me tell you this something. Is what, you know yeah. what? Pressure you either, makes, pressure so, either uh, makes diamonds or bust pipes. Are you telling me that like if I bully the black kid, he's going to be the greatest blue, blues artist of all time? I bully the There's white kid and he's probably going to shoot me and all my friends in my face. No, you bully the white kid. He might be Eric Clapton. No, no, Man, okay, okay, okay. I am I'm tired. Oh, okay. God. Sorry. I, feel I have something to say, but go ahead, Bear. Like, I get that most school shooters are white, but most <laughs> people in this country are white. How many white people in this country? Can we stop with this? He's not doing that great, man. <laughs> it's just, hey, Joe, and it's not going to beat Jimi Hendrix. Like, he may be what, the future, what, what do you need, but... Bear? What do you need? How yeah. many white people in America right now? That's a tough one. Like, what's the percentage? Oh, it's a lot. It's like <laughs> it's lot. like eighty five percent to yeah. So the matter. odds are, anything that happens, it's going to be a white guy that did it. Seventy two percent of the U.S. population is white. We are by by census data, and that's, that's in two thousand ten. Sure. Okay, so that's nine years ago. There's a new census next year, so it might be more. I imagine that goes down. Like honestly, that's going down. I mean, to an extent, but also people in the Midwest are still fucking. So who knows? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> uh, but so we're what? Three quarters of the majority right now? Give or take? You call it that. Give or take who gives a shit. Yeah. yeah I'll give you three quarters. Uh, of course, everything bad that happens is going to be a white guy. But then why are 70, the same proportion of people in jail, non-white? What do you mean? So if 75% of the population of this country is white. Oh, and that's not proportioned into prisons? So why are because prisons 75% non-white? Uh, because that was part of an establishment move to take away the male father figure in the black community. Oh, it goes way deeper than that, but it's non-representative. Like, uh, so many things are non-representative. If, like, there's a lot of us, great. Like, that's like a World War Z. You throw a bunch of zombies at a wall, we'll take over the wall because we'll kill each other and step on the bodies of those underneath us and get up and over it, but that's what it requires. What the fuck are you doing, man? What is TikTok? Oh, oh shit! You What's just that? discovered. We got to do a TikTok. Yeah, we got to now. What is TikTok? Okay, what is TikTok? TikTok is basically like imagine if Snapchat and YouTube had a baby. Along with what was that? Uh, I'm not entirely sure what Snapchat is. It's, it's what kids send nudes to other kids. With, right? My ex girlfriend had it, and it was great for that. Yes, that it's is true. Great for nudes. <laughs> it is. If you're not on yeah. Snapchat specifically for the nudes, you're just doing life wrong. I'm or if you just like Snapchat. to see what you look like if, as a girl. Uh, yeah, that, Jesus. No, you uh, motherfucker. 
you're the ugliest man and woman <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. No, I don't need Snapchat. I'm so okay, what? Because yeah. somebody just sent me a TikTok message. Some white girl I'm playing right. something on the flow, and I don't even. I ain't got no app on my oh, phone. Oh, please pull that up. I don't know how to get back to it. I, I, so TikTok is it's like Snapchat, like YouTube, but it's really what was the one where you do karaoke? So you sing. Like it's supposed to be like a dance sing thing. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. He's got it. Up. It's a white girl at a piano. Okay. Is she is it like a video or a photo? Well, I, I just tried to go back to it through my tap again. Exit. I just I, I went straight out because I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know that person. How the fuck can they just send me some shit? Huh? It, it's what the fuck? Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. There was that app where it's like. It was short-lived Vine. and popular. No, it wasn't Vine. Vine. It was literally you do karaoke in a short-form video like you would do uh, Snapchat. It's still but out then there. My 13-year-old does that shit all the time. And TikTok sort of like blends it all together as like this like, oh, you could be famous. It's like you took the like short-term fame of Vine. Yeah. Plus the like musicality of this, plus the immediate disappearing of your video. So why can't yeah, we just yeah. get on your account? You obviously have one. I do not. Not cool enough to get invited. So what? What is it? What is it for? It's just like a Instagram type just, thing, it, where it's just, like, yeah, yeah. right. Somebody's gonna watch me eventually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You could be like TikTok famous, basically. Pay attention to me on the internet. If, if, if you're a true influencer, Insta is like where you start. And dude, then you like finish it up on TikTok. Oh my god, man, dude, <laughs> shit's so crazy, out um, here, man. Fucking uh, the bullying thing, though. Here's the thing: what people don't understand is, well, a lot of people, maybe a lot of people in this room understand, but not everyone understands as a whole. Um, white kids are okay. There's a difference between being bullied by 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 black kids and white kids, because I was done by both, right? Black kids. Yeah, they roast the fuck out of you and stuff like that. Like, I remember one... Okay, this happened in, in a two-week span. I was living in Florida, and I'd walk to school. And if it was a certain time I left my house, I'd be fucked. Because I'd run into kids who, like, wanted to whoop my ass. I got my ass beat a lot in high school. And I don't know. That's I just, sad, Jake. I know, right? So I walked through this fucking park, and there's, like, four, five or six black kids, and they're, like, they're fucking... They're roasting me. They're fucking pushing me around and all that stuff. All of a sudden, one of them accidentally snaps my fucking watch. It's, everything stops. And he's like, all right, man. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. You know? Fucking picks my watch and he, he kind of he didn't, he didn't throw it at me but he like lobbed it at me. He's like, "Here you go, man." He goes, "Hey, man, let's we're just fucking with you, man. Just don't fucking tell anybody. Just go to fucking class, dude." I'm like, "All right." And I, I still felt like, "What the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck did I do?" But like at the same time, like they didn't they they knew where the line was and they stopped. Where the white kids don't, like, a they're bad at shit talking. They'll be like, instead of being like, "Man, your shoes," ah, they'd be like, "Your father doesn't love you." You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that's, that's what they feel the most pain not, in. Yeah, I know, but like that's what that's that's why white men kill yeah. white women. Because that's what they do. They yeah. chip away at their manhood over time. But like they'll just straight up just say shit to your face and you're like Well that's what, the, what you, that was your experience with black people. Black people no, do the same talking, no, shit no. to black people, but because like I say, yeah. white people don't like white people essentially. Yeah. Just like niggas don't like niggas. Y'all fucking y'all 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 deal with each other on a more malicious level. You're trying to yeah. strike at the heart, whereas yeah. we're more trying to pick fun at white people. Like, oh, look at you, you white. That's what yeah, yeah. you know. What I'm saying that's what I experienced basically. Yeah. But like, yeah, like it was fucking brutal. Like, it, like, and they just, but they, that's why, that's why the school shooters, I think, are that way, is because they, they actually get off on doing this shit. Like, as a group, like they're, we have a lot more of them in our, and being white people, we have a lot more of that, I think, than any other community where it's just a bunch of fucking sociopaths. 
that will push yeah, a motherfucker yeah. to the edge. There's so many of them in the white community. Because white people have been in the white people's oppression yeah. since the beginning. Like I say, niggas, white people only oppress niggas for several hundred years. Y'all have been oppressing each other for way longer than that. So y'all have a much deeper visceral hate for one another than black people actually have for y'all. So that's oh, why white people will find a way to hate you. In some way, shape, or form, they'll figure out something. Even I mean, if anybody white, that hates matter. will find a way to hate. And it's like I say, sometimes you just have more hate directed at one thing than the other. That's all it is. Uh, I mean, it could be anything. It'd be like, it'd be like, well, okay, you're white, so I can't hate you because you're white because I'm white. That's stupid. Well, oh, what's that? You're Irish. All right, cool. I'm I'm English. You're Irish. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. That's, we just we go down the fucking like. Well, the the problem is that people the rankings. people believe that they can have negative thoughts. And impact the world positively. You cannot do that. That is a negation. You have to be a positive person to impact the world positively. But we, like I say, we love what we dislike so much more than we love what we like. We create these ideologies of negativity. And from everything else, everything spawns. So now we're always looking for what's wrong with the thing. We just completely negate the beauty and everything. And we look for what's wrong. Because that makes us feel. And we create these weird like testaments to these things to where it's like you can rationally talk to somebody and they will give you all the best reasons in the world as to why they think negatively and why they should have the right but you're doing nothing but putting negative vibrations into the world you be negative one person that person goes be negative two people it's just like yeah. the whole spread of this shit people don't understand it yeah. and people just refuse to just because the problem is nobody wants to play the fool the song tells you every play plays a fucking fool. Nobody wants to be foolish because we're so tapped into our ego and our pride. That's what's hurt. Your ego and your pride. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be willing to play the fool, you know what I'm saying, to trust people, love people, man. Because when everybody don't, doesn't want to play the fool and nobody is willing to love because they could be hurt, then, you know what I'm saying, we're going to blow this bitch up finally. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I am looking forward to the end of days. Right, <laughs> man. There'll never be an end of days. They'll well, just be a. We'll just start over. You see that the, the 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 number one movie in China is a movie about how they had to move Earth because of the sun's gonna explode. Dude, everything we do, everything we create, yeah. is either salvation or destruction. Yeah. This is what the Bible teaches. Like even when you think about aliens, when you think of aliens, they either come here to save us or they come here to kill us. <laughs> yeah. Salvation, destruction, everything. That's all it is. And you can apply it to almost anything we do. Wouldn't it be funny if like aliens showed up and they didn't do anything? They just treated this place like a fucking resort. Like they just hang out. <laughs> they just leave. They, 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 they're not giving us anything and they're not threatening us. They're just hanging out and leaving. It's right. like all the aliens realize they like infinity pools. <laughs> <laughs> like I've swam in a lot of awesome bodies of water, yeah. but this infinity pool, yeah. this is worth going to Vegas for. We don't really care for the inhabitants, but those pocket pussies, mm, <laughs> best quality. <laughs> Can't get them anywhere else in the universe. They have this thing silicone, and we have it too. But they use vaginas, and then you <laughs> you put your lower horn into it. <laughs> lower horn. That'd be awesome. They're just some scummy alien race coming here and stealing all of our best shit and taking it and knocking it off on another planet. I think one of my... That's called China. The, they they get off the uh, aircraft and all the females are on leashes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just walking out. And they're like, what's wrong with their females? Why are they walking upright? What's happening here? Oh, my God. It's a terrible place to live. You can hear like... Why are they speaking to you? <laughs> There'd be so, dude, feminist heads would just explode if they saw that. 
I really couldn't even Dude, react. have you seen the black dude on the internet that walks the white women around on leashes? Oh, y'all miss the best things in life. <laughs> the nigga be eating shit off their back. It's, just, it's a whole thing. I don't even know if you can find it, but dude. That's hilarious. Dude, it's hilarious. People That's so mad. <laughs> he just kept making the video. You think it's going to be on YouTube? I don't know, man. Hey, first step. It yeah. was what was put on. Touche. That's the kind of shit you, you might not be a fan of that shit no more, man. That's I bet true. it's on Pornhub. You can get anything oh, on yeah, Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. I love how, like, uh, I remember day after Coachella, my homegirl was like, oh, I'm watching Coachella. And I'm like, oh, where'd you find it? She goes, it's on Pornhub. <laughs> like, <laughs> half an hour after it happened. Dude, it's the greatest way to get, like, leaked audio. Like, because nobody wants to fuck with Pornhub. Yeah. Because it's the most powerful site on the internet. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? Infina, ah, a Scooby Snack. <laughs> He's got his finger in the corner of her mouth like, oh. not, you done fucked up. I thought they were blurring out his dick. That's what it looked like at first. I just want to say I do not... Um, that is not what I would do unless she wants me. Like, if you want me to put you on leash walking around, I had a girl did that. I did that. Some of them do. I, 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 yeah. I had a girl did that. That shit kind of blew my mind. But I was like, shit, if you want to be on the leash walking around the house like a dog, I'll do it. She was butt naked, too. I, I ain't going to tell you all my story. I ain't going to tell you on I'll tell you after this uh, about this motherfucking party I went to with this girl in the cage. Did I ever tell you all that? No, I, oh man, I'll tell y'all after this. <laughs> I gotta tell you afterwards. Sorry, listeners. You don't you don't get to hear this fucking story. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I might tell it. I gotta tell it first. Let me I'll let y'all decide if I should tell it later. Maybe we should tell no, it you can't you can't tell it off Mike and then try to bring it to to Mike. It never works. I Opie never figured that out. Oh. Well, if it never comes up again, it just never comes up again. I'm sure it will. Or maybe we talk about it in like six months from now. I'm like, yeah, didn't you tell me a story about this? And then it's organic again. But otherwise, yeah, it's that's what I'm forced if it, come back it up, reads terribly. If it comes back up, yeah. it comes back up. We have a touch on the topic of uh, bitches in cages. <laughs> I feel like that you may have like alluded to it, but we never got details on that. It was a party I went to, man. Shit was... Fucking around with these uh, musicians and, and artists and shit. Them motherfuckers throw some freaky ass parties, oh, man. Yeah, they do. I'm like, mm. So, what's the ranch? Somebody told me he's going to the ranch this weekend, like out here, swinger club. Like, dude, oh, the Scarlet Ranch. The what? The Scarlet Ranch. Is that what it's called? Dude, yeah, there it's was out in the edge of Highlands Ranch. It's like right off of 470 in Santa Fe, basically. I've told jokes out there. There's a big yeah, sexual culture out here. Swingers love comedy. Yeah. There's a big sexual culture out here, man. I, I got a homegirl. She's a uh, fetish counselor. And what she does is, like, let's say you have a weird fetish and you want to introduce it to the person you're with. She counsels you and she's like the, you know what I'm saying, negotiate or not negotiate, but the. Holy shit. That's a person job. Yeah. Jesus. Like, here's how you tell her you want it in the pooper. That's, that's how I found out about nugget porn. <laughs> nugget porn? <laughs> okay, don't, don't look it up. Don't, what do you think nugget porn is? I'm going to say that it is black midgets. I nope. am, I'm going to abstain because I already know what it is. Okay. What about you, Bear? I'm going to guess it has something to do with pooping small poops. Nope. That is the nugget. The, the, <laughs> the name will throw you off. Look it up, James. I'm going to let James tell you what it is. <laughs> you want me to pull the Wikipedia for it? Whatever. It's probably going to give you a... Uh, Wikipedia? Uh, yeah, the Urban Dictionary. All right, Urban Dictionary Nugget Porn. All right, porn of people who <laughs> don't have arms or legs. <laughs> and 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 some people will put them in a potato sack, 
cut a hole in the bottom and they will fuck the potato sack with oh them inside. My God. <laughs> that is the fucking evolution of the fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that on X Files once? <laughs> I'm telling you, as long as they're okay being in the potato sack, like, but if they don't want to be there and you just do it anyways, that's kind of a raw move. Yeah, they gotta be into it, unless you just kidnap the motherfucking midget, cut their arms and legs off, and <laughs> put a hole in the bottom of that motherfucker. No, but if you just happen to come you across imagine? one, how are they gonna stop you? Could you, you, ima- you You realize if you cut my arms and legs off, I am a midget. Like I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're oblong. Yeah, <laughs> you be an oblong. You look like one of the motherfuckers too, boy. Like the, like the fucking cartoon, the oblong. Yeah, you look like an oblong. <laughs> you look like an oblong. If you had your legs and feet cut, like yeah, whole, you look yeah. just like an oblong. Cut his hair off. <laughs> look just like that motherfucker, the daddy. <laughs> your life gotta be rough sometimes. <laughs> That's fine. He's six five. He'll survive. What do you mean, you people? Who are you? Root beer, a white man's thing? I don't know. I can't hear myself. Did you turn us back up? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm legit, Joe. <clears throat> you can't. Not a bit. Oh, now I can. We're good. My bad. <laughs> I'm not really into cream cheese. I'm not in anything with a, a cum consistency. <laughs> Dude, I love a cream filled donut. I don't give a fuck how oh, yeah. homoerotic that shit is. Oh, it's it's so delicious. I'll eat that thing out like I came inside of a cunt and try to eat it. That, that's how I eat a fucking. All right, man. Uh, that and a Cadbury cream egg. I got a homeboy that will not eat a Cadbury cream egg. He's like, nah, man, I bite it, and then it's like it jizzes in my mouth. I'm like, yeah. Fair enough, man. Know, well, okay. Pass me your Cadbury cream egg. That's how my, do you? That's my hood homophobia. I don't want no busting in my mouth. How do you feel about donuts that have like shit on it? Like, I don't want shit on anything I eat. Not uh, Jacob. Not. <laughs> <laughs> we know how y'all get down. goddammit. it. No, like, like scat. Like crushed nuts. <laughs> Damn, Jacob, what the fuck is going on with you? I mean, like, not peanuts. You're coming out the closet, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I like shit, crushed nuts on my goddamn donuts. All day. Crushed I'm just nuts. With you. <laughs> Keep going, my bad. But like I'm the, hype. But, like, the shit that goes on the donut that you make stick to that shit. I don't it know. Do, it looks like cum. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I don't. Like I don't. that dip you put the donut in before you roll it in. Sure. Like, let's I mean, Oreo just dust. like the glaze. This is yeah. like they dip it in. And There's like a running joke the horse we had like, we'd be like, I'm going to go refill that because there's just sugar and water and like some other shit that yeah, you yeah. make it. I don't, yeah, I don't. But like, I, I, don't, I like glazed donuts and I may have like a chocolate and some shit, but I'm strict. I just like glaze. Me too. A good glazed donut's a good donut. You know. I hate a filled donut. Yeah. Dude, I love a filled donut. Give me like a filled maple bar with some bacon on the top of oh that bitch. God. Oh, get my fat kid on. What's up? Can't I do don't it. need a donut with like a little like gooey surprise on the inside. I, I, don't I be a bitch see- about it. It tastes delicious. You afraid of something jizzing in your mouth? Maybe. <coughs> but it's it's always like it's like hitting something that's like unevenly too sweet. 
you hit this little pocket in the middle and it's like a sugar bomb in an otherwise already sweet thing. Like if you have like Maybe that's what I want most in a donut, James. Well no, it's so with me it's the consistency. You go from one consistency to the other and I don't like that. I don't like that in any of my foods. Like I'll remain the same consistency all the way motherfucking through. If I'm gonna eat some cum consistency pudding I know <laughs> what I'm getting into before. I don't need to bite into a solid fucking donut and some skeet shooting my motherfucking mouth unexpectedly. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you know you don't like that and you like get it by surprise, that would be like horrifying or you whatever. Have a, you have you have a bit of cherry tomato and that motherfucker shoot to the back of your goddamn throat. Uh, sure, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. just right to the back. Of, that's like oh, that's what gay guys feel like. Okay, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Damn, where do we go from here? We got yeah, a roadblock. Right? We all we all hit we all hit dead. Now you're gonna you're asking me to pull oh. material. Oh, isn't that oh, your job, James? Oh. I got, there's something I got. What you got? What do you got, Hambo? Did you hear about what uh, happened with that comic in New York? Oh what? Uh, about how there's another there's Is this that nine eleven thing again where no. you're like I felt unsafe and I called the cops? No, 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 it's not that. It's uh it's some it's all over Facebook. It's like Facebook comic drama. What happened? Uh you know Corinne Fisher? Who? Corinne Fisher? No. Oh, is this the one that's so supposedly some dude was making threats against some girl? Yeah. I, I seen uh yeah. Jeff post something about that, but I didn't really look into it. I tried to go look at it, but it was too. Well, the thing uh, is, yeah. I'm friends with her, like I share a lot of friends with her uh-huh. because she. I think either either she's from Boston and now lives in New York, or she just knows a lot of Boston comics. Mm-hmm. And in fact, she reached out to me about shit out here and then of course whenever i threw her her name out onto fucking welcome to denver everyone was like kind of pushed me out of like oh i'll help her okay i got it <laughs> you know and i'm like okay man like so they bent over back which is fine which whatever but um so i know i on my facebook feed is like every other fucking thing is about this and i'm like god damn it and it sucks uh, there's two trains of thought that i have about it is one is like yeah, that's not okay. This guy, and it wasn't even like. Well, a, tell us what he did. You want to know? What he, did. he he basically like threatened to fucking cut her head off. What? Damn. I know. That's why. That it's yeah. like extreme. Why was he yeah. gonna cut a bitch's head? No. Off? What did he say? He said, uh, "What the fuck was it?" Because I know how. Yeah, I, take I, got, shit, I need context. It's, that's that's too extreme for a Facebook <laughs> thing. I mean, not today, but still. I'm, I'm, to I'm where it's like you say like, it to somebody in public and not. So she's the one from Guys We Fucked. Yeah, that's her. Is that the podcast? Yeah, it's like the be- it's like the highest ranked podcast in like I think on Apple or it's definitely like oh and she got some juice and he threatened oh man. yeah he, yeah he's fucked he's oh, so he fucked, fucked. Yeah, he's, he's fucked up Joe he's in it, and it's kind of not really defensible now of course now I can't find it on Facebook because it was everywhere like yesterday the fuck it's it, been scrubbed from the yeah. internet bro I, yeah, I, I, I right. say yeah, something yeah, this is kind of funny so I just tried to look her up but this is a story from September Corinne Fisher oh, and it. Christina Hutchinson the hosts of the relationship podcast guys we fucked are facing a backlash after a 2014 clip of them making racist remarks against black men resurfaced on Twitter oh Jesus in the podcast snippet Fisher talked about having sex with her quote unquote second black guy Quote, but this was like a real black guy, like basketball player height, (laughs) deep voice, lives uptown. (laughs) He doesn't act black enough, though. (laughs) Ah! Dude, uh, let's... Uh, That's honest. I know exactly what the fuck she means, too. So, there's your lead They're they're both comedians, so we kind of give them license (laughs) to say that. (laughs) Anyway, so this, this was the poster guy put up. This is exactly what he said. There's a there's a female comic in NYC 
Her initials are CF. She has a podcast called, and it's like T-G-W-F- basically like yeah, figure yeah. it out. She, ha- she must be decapitated. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I know what Are he's trying to say. Are there other shots but of other he people? Just did, or he no, didn't say that right. You he, could take that in a, in a lot of different ways. There's some other ones that I've what, saw what, too, what, but I'm not Bear, what did you ask? Get that through clear. Because that's a good question. Are there other posts where he's threatening other people? Like, is he lose? Is he spiraling out of control, or is this an attention grab? I I don't. I've never heard of this guy. I don't know anything about this. What guy. was the cause, though? Was, I have it, no was idea. it just some random arbitrary text that he may have listened to the podcast, this, and he's like, "Oh, she needs to be whatever," or do they have like a personal relationship that we don't know about? I have no idea. The, the only reason why I'm even bringing it up is because, like, a. I mean, she seems like a pretty decent human being as far as comedy wise. Like, I don't know why they're going after her like this, but at the same time, like the which I I think they when, ran out of other people to crucify. I guess. Now they're going after their own. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think so. I think I, it's a bunch of fucking incels because it, yeah, every time there's very like incel-y. anytime there's like a goddamn female movie that comes up, they fucking glom onto it and just try to make it be terrible. Yeah, and it's just like I don't get it. It's like. Art is art. Let it be what it is. And but this is what happens. Like, why the hate towards Amy Schumer? Like, oh Are my you, god, oh, the fury oh, that comes got, towards her. Oh, because because she fucked up and started stealing material. Yeah, but that it's not coming from comics. It's coming from just guys fucking fat shaming her. Like, because they're not tired like, of having to go see these movies with their girlfriend. Like, I got to go see through this movie with this retarded fat chick. It's Plus not she sell, funny. she sold out hard. But like, Carlos Mencia, dude, if I had jokes. the opportunity to sell out the way she sold out, I would do it so fast that you would be like, I don't think I even knew that, dude. Oh, uh, don't say that, Bill. Man, <laughs> think more highly of you than that. Do that. So, but like, but the one thing I did, I would vanilla ice level sell out. <laughs> <laughs> that that look. This is where I put my post up today. I was up to like you know what, I this is look. I don't want to toot my own horn. I'm pretty intelligent. I know how people think. I know exactly what to say to get people to like me. But I choose to be truthful with people. I choose to tell people how the fuck I truly feel. And I know that does not end with me having a lot of motherfucking money. Yeah, and that's fine. And I just, I just rather say what the fuck I say. Enjoy myself. I'm gonna make my girl carry rich so she can take care of me. <laughs> I do comedy like I want to do it. I actually disagree. Have you ever heard stories about how the richest people on the planet are super likable and friendly? I've never read that story. Steve Jobs, complete asshole. Fucking like all the stories. Warren Buffett, like down to earth, but has no time for you. But those those type of guys, though, man. They're not they're, in there to make friends. Huh? They're in there to build business relationships. Well, but I want to make friends. But, I want to be truthful and I want to have good relationships with people. And what happens is that like people will will forego good relationships for monetary and material things. And I don't want to <laughs> do that. Plus, they're different kind of people too. Those are the kind of guys that are always on the clock. Never off the clock. Always on the clock. But, and, always. And plus, I don't want a lot of... I used to say I want a lot of money and a lot of power because I grew up in a, in a community to where those things were put on the forefront. Those were those were things that, that, that measured wealth. And I thought I wanted that. I don't want that because what you've realized with all of these, these famous people... Matter of fact... Bill Gates and uh, the dude from uh, Amazon, they live in the same... Bezos. Bezos. They live in the same town. I think somewhere in Massachusetts. No, they live in... Uh, they live outside of Seattle, Washington. Correct. Somewhere. And they both live in the same town of yeah, like Yeah, but the town <laughs> has to be so guarded with so much security 
you have literally created a cage of your own wealth. You can't live a normal life when you have that much money. Every because you have to because when you get that much money and power, your whole existence becomes to maintain that wealth and that power because somebody's always trying to take it from you. I look at that slightly differently. People that develop the kind of wealth that you're talking about aren't doing it for the same reasons we would potentially want to be wealthy. They're literally looking at it as like, fuck y'all. I made my money. And, and this is all. That's what I just they, said. But they the, will the, forego all, the world to, but to achieve the, their ambitions. All they want to do, their end game is, I just want to be left the fuck alone forever. They can, They're not, it, 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 you they, know. Nope. They they don't want that because if they're, they wanted if they wanted that they would give up their riches and their power and they would no, go live a, a a normal life. They're introverts, man. This is they're you can go you can go live an introverted life if you, you want no, no, that. No, 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 you don't understand the level of introvert we're talking about here. We are talking people that the only reason that they have the confidence to do anything in the public eye is because. I have the money to back this and I don't need this. They need to feel that way to have any sense of security. This has almost nothing to do with them just being like smarter. It's just like all they did was like, how do I achieve the get, well, get me the, the whole, fuck away well, from well, all well, no. y'all motherfuckers? Well, yeah, well, no, this is the thing. I don't think bullied. I don't think they the set out. They hate people. I don't they think they set out. I think they set out to improve the world. I think that's truly what they set out to do. And what they came across, what they created, just garnished a lot of money and a lot of power. That's just that's what comes with skill. That's what we're lacking in society. A lot of motherfuckers just do shit without any skill. You have these motherfuckers that to uh, to do what they had to do, they had to sit and create that for many, many years to get that. But I don't think they wanted all the money and attention that garnished. It just came with the thing that they created. But now they have all this, and now you have to live a life to where your whole thing is trying to keep that money and that power. And that's just not a good life I to just, me. I don't think so. I don't think that it's about you keeping can't even, the money dude, and power. Regular celebrities <laughs> can't even go to the store without a mob of motherfuckers. You got the paparazzi. Oh, the, oh, the you pay, got all the of this shit. This is what I'm saying. Absolutely. The price you pay for that is astronomical. Yep. You're 100% right. But these, there's a difference between being that level wealthy, which is more money than a family could spell, spend in 20 Dude, lifetimes. They worth, they, they, they worth, they're worth more than countries. <laughs> You're right. You know? no, like, not even some countries, so yeah. like most well, countries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like most of Africa, most of South America, good chunk of Asia. <laughs> These guys make more money than all of them. And that's, and that's fine, but most of them, it's about, it's their ego that didn't get brushed quite right throughout life that they needed to get to this point. And, but that's not what I think you're talking about when you talk about like being rich or being wealthy. That's uh, that's ridiculous. Like like any, I said, nobody's, any, spe nobody's spending a hundred billion dollars, a hundred billion dollars in ten lifetimes. Dude, we can it's not we, happening. Okay, let's not even talk about that level but, of wealth. Let's talk about a, let's talk about celebrity so, celebrity level wealth. Well, no, same thing. These motherfuckers got to walk around with security, dude. If I can't get up out of my bed in the middle of the motherfucking night and go to the store, that's not freedom. If my whole existence becomes to perpetuate my wealth and my status, that's not a free life. You've encaged yourself in a, a sale of things, of, of materialistic things. And that's why motherfuckers with all this money kill themselves because they think the money will fill a hole inside them and it doesn't. Bear, if you were to describe yourself as wealthy, where would you be? Like what would describe your what life? Do you, what did what, how what, much money what are is you, wealthy how much, defined? No, what, how no, much, I need to know. Like no, for you, 
If you wanted to say to yourself, I'm wealthy, what's the amount of money that you have? What's your net worth? What's What do you have in your life that makes you feel wealthy? What What's the number at? I don't. Well, wealthy is a weird statement. Correct. To me. It's not. It's a hundred percent. Then that's what I'm going for. If you wanted See, to say in your life, you, hold on, because money like, has I, value. I can here. tell you, like, but say, I'm asking say I hit he's a Powerball ticket. Of any of us. I know. I, well, let me go get the thing out there because I want to address what. Okay, so say uh, if I hit a Powerball ticket tomorrow and I pull and I go, I opt for cash. I think it's like three hundred and eighty million right now or something like that. Sure. Uh, I'm walking away with what. Uh, 180, give or take, just shy. Let's of call it 200. Million. Okay, it's about 200. Uh, I would consider that wealthy. 200 million dollars, I feel, is wealthy. It's not like old world money wealthy, but it's like I don't have to do shit ever again for the rest of your life and maybe your kids. Yeah, sure, easily. So you think from so let's just all but, call, let's call ourselves. 40. But I know I could like say I only won like five million dollars. I got like all the numbers but one. I could live super comfortably off of five million dollars for the rest of my life and just drive across country and do comedy or whatever. But I would never consider myself wealthy. I don't. I don't have to struggle anymore. But like wealth to me is almost unmeasurable. Okay, so in that sense, so you drew an interesting point there. Wealthy for you in this weird way is like I don't have to do anything. It's that Chris Rock joke for the rest of my life. Like that's <laughs> what you would call wealthy. Like well, beyond that is just in further into wealthy. It's the Chris Rock joke where he talks about like Shaq isn't wealthy; he's rich. The guy who signs Shaq's paycheck is wealthy. You know? Yeah. Like, Here you go. Go buy yourself a bouncing car. Well, no, Shaq. that's that's just money. We're just talking about yeah. more money. He just has more money. He has more generational money. That's what we that's what we call wealthy is that if you have money that has been passed down to generations and rich is that you've amassed your money yourself. Rich no, is I mean that's rich. what you're calling it. That, I don't Well, understand. that's what he's saying in, in the joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying okay. in the joke. Yeah, okay, okay. But so to address you with the whole what defines success or what defines wealth. wealth. Right? Let's keep it at wealth. The, the, what not defines success. wealth? This is the problem. We know what to say when we ask those questions. We know the right thing to say. But we also know that if tomorrow doesn't guarantee us to get something of material value or some type of monetary value, we aren't happy. We can be happy today knowing that tomorrow will be better financially or status-wise. But if, if that's not the thing, then we're, we're, we're not happy. So everything, our idea of what... Wealth is, is is based off monetary value or things or status. That's what our idea is. That is what that is that is what we believe in. So if you and we're judged by that now, a man is judged by how much money he can generate. He isn't judged. He isn't judged by how he can raise a family or the 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 health of his mentality. He's worth how much money can you generate? What type of life can you provide for me and these children monetarily? And that's just what we've come to do in society. But we know what to say when someone asks us, oh, well, uh, do you feel wealthy? Yes, I feel wealthy because I, I have life and I'm healthy. But you know, really, you want to ball the fuck out. No, look. You could, a, a person couldn't be poor and believe they're wealthy unless they have a particular frame of mind. And it's really just mental. It's really your perceptional things. I mean, you could just say, hell, I'm here. I'm happy. I'm wealthy. You can say that. 
And but I want to be that way, and I want to truly feel that way, and not just say it because I'm still attached to this shit. I like the motherfucking look nice. I like to dress well. I like all this. I like to stay in nice hotels. Like do all this shit. So, so, and you're not wrong with where I'm going with that. But if you look at every study that's come out over the last five or so years, the United States, while having the most millionaires, the most billionaires, the most wealth. Most financial wealth and- is also the most depressed, has the highest level of stress and anxiety, hypertension, all of this. And it's like, is that, and so then it gets into what is happiness. So like people that live within their means and find like a happy balance, but it's like, fuck, like I got a, a tiny ass apartment, but you know what? I go to like other countries every other week and yeah. just well, do this. But- like that's happiness. They don't probably don't make, as much as we do in this room no one is happy because there was once upon a time to where there weren't there weren't many um homeless people there weren't many hungry people because you could rely on your fellow man if you was on the street somebody could pick you up take you to their house feed you clothe you let you stay there until you got on your feet and you did that and that was a thing but then you had one motherfucker that they did that for and they killed the family so now that one deed it resonates because now there's a story that's created now other people read that now other people are afraid so now we turn away from our fellow man because we don't want to be the person that picks up the person that that kills the family because of a kind deed so at our core we went away from people and we made what it was and we, we went away from having uh uh relations sincere relationships with integrity to looking at monetary value because money don't hurt you money can't hurt you people can hurt you so we're more invested in money because we can buy the things we want. And if we take a chance on a human being, they can hurt our feelings. So we've went away from humans and that's why we're so depressed because we've disconnected ourselves from each other. And then we have this fake idea of connectivity through our phones. So you raise it at least, I mean, you triggered a thought here. So you guys, we all used to do this show literally a mile north of here on the same road, mm-hmm. Right. Really? Like our yeah, it's a mile, ten blocks. So we call it a mile. Yeah, but we did it off of Broadway before. Right, but like where I used to oh, live. Oh, 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 okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like yeah, back yeah. in the day, a mile from here, right? Yeah. So there's a social media platform called Nextdoor. Um, for those of you who don't know, the whole idea is that it's social media just for people that are live in a given neighborhood and they do an address verification so that you have to prove that you live there. Like yeah. they mail you your thing. Like it doesn't come by email. Like they mail you a thing. Now, when we were a Sounds mile. fucking obnoxious. Literally a people. mile north of here. Most of the posts were very pragmatic. Every once in a while, I'd be like, hey, packages stolen off my porch. But most of the time, it'd be like, hey, fireworks or there's gunfire. Like, make sure everybody's okay. Now, we move a mile south. The posts that I see for very similar circumstances are just like, oh, my God, guns went off and I was terrified and I need to run and hide. And like people like, yeah, I know. And it's like. No, they were fireworks. I was there. I, I know this. Like, you yeah. scared fucking people. And it's infuriating. Like, dude, I don't get it. Dude, people are scared shitless of everything. Like, dude, just go on any vaccination post. You can just see the seething fear in people's, just their comments about how afraid they are of getting sick. 
Like, cause they just they just passed some law in some state I can't remember to where that you can't use religious reasons to not get vaccinations now. And if you do, then you're excluded from a lot of like social activities. You just can't come. Good. See. F- fuck. How yeah. do you not get your kid vaccinated? You got Jesus it. Christ! You you would think vaccinations have been around since we were here. Like we didn't. We don't have motherfucking immune systems that keep. Look, everybody ain't gonna live. I'm sorry. Everybody ain't going to survive. Everybody's not going to live a healthy life and die when they're 115 motherfucking years old. That's just the way things go. That's the way nature is. I'm sorry that you motherfuckers don't want to die. You'd rather stay here and be miserable. I will argue over population. How how many vaccines exist? Like, honestly, that make you immune to a thing. How many? Google it up. Let's find out. This is what blows my fucking mind, especially about you motherfucking white people. As many studies... To where the governments have experimented oh, on people, Christ. we just gonna take do what they're trying to do. Like I say, I don't think vaccinations were meant to hurt anybody, but they don't give a fuck if vaccinations hurt anybody. They're trying to create the perfect fucking human without sicknesses. So what we need to do is give you these vaccinations for generations and generations, so we ain't got to give them to you no more. That's the goal. We're the guinea pigs. So if you want to be a guinea pig, then by all means. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I if I might catch something from your fucking shitty kid, I, I don't want to get fucking... Well, nigga, go on a fucking run. Eat some vegetables, motherfucker. Don't be fat and out of shape and then get mad because okay. you get sick. Hold on. Legionnaires uh, disease? I get some look, fucking... If we were, if Legion- we- what the fuck you ever seen? When, when the last time you seen Legionnaires? An Recently. outbreak of Legionnaires disease. Disneyland. Like, literally. How many people that? I don't know. 40, 45? How many people in America? <laughs> 330 million Well okay 40 more motherfuckers We ain't got to worry okay, about so then. I'm hold, sorry Hold on Hold on <laughs> What Not a one of us Has ever had to live In a world Where people around you Died of measles Or had polio None of us Period End of fucking story And when you understand That polio And measles Were literally Killing us off at an alarming rate, dude. And I am so not seeing this. This is extreme. Shut the fuck No, no, you shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. Don't cut my motherfucking mic, because this is what the fuck you're trying to do. You're trying. This y'all try to use extremes. No, I'm talking about that. These dude, are the ones we're talking no, about. No, 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 no. We're not I'm talking not, about dude, the flu vaccine. Okay, we're talking put, about fucking nah, measles. Shut, pull up, pull up, pull up an infant vaccination uh, schedule on online. Pull it up. Show you how many they get. It is balls out. Thank you. And this, just, this dude, this number do. has gone so high since even my kids were born. My whole, what brought my attention to it is my homegirl's daughter had one, and she showed me the schedule. It was like fifty something on there. I'm like, why the fuck would you inject? They're trying to inject babies with like shit, like uh, hepatitis, shit like that. That makes no sense. I'm not saying don't don't vaccinate people against dead diseases like the black plague and shit like that. All right, hold on. I'll, I'll read right through this. Fair enough. Okay. So these are the vaccine. This is the vaccination schedule. This is actually really good. I like the way that you had the verbiage for this. So the Google search was in, uh, vaccination schedule for infants, mm-hmm. right? I never would have thought to ask that question. So at birth, Hep B, hepatitis B vaccine. Ideally, the first dose is given within 24 hours of birth, but kids not previously immunized can get it at any age. Some low birth weight infants will get it at one month when they're discharged from the hospital. One to two months. Hep B, second dose, should be given within one to two months of the first dose. At two months, DTaP, diphtheria, telenus, and acellular perfusus vaccine. That's a whooping cough. Perfusus, yeah. Um, 
HIB, which is the hem- wow, I hemophilus influenzae type B. So that's like an old form of the flu. Uh, IPV, in-vaccinated polio virus, that's polio. Um, Pneumococcal conjugate vaccine, PCV, that's pneumonia. Mm -hmm. And the rotavirus vaccine, that's a very new one because that wasn't really there. But do you see what they're trying to do? What they're doing is they're trying to prevent diseases that you only have a small chance of catching. No, no, no. Vaccine, okay. I will agree that there is that is the trajectory, but when you talk about some of these old ones, diphtheria, polio, I'm not, I'm not negating no, no, those. those. I'm are, saying, yeah, those are the ones. Like so far, I've encountered one, the rotavirus, which is just like that's a very new thing. And you know what? The things that kill us are going to evolve to, right? Yeah. But yeah. but this is this is the problem, though. So then, um, uh. Just to finish this out before you go. Oh, off. keep going. Yeah, you still uh, got months to go. Shit. Four months is basically a repeat of the two months. At six months, it's uh, that DTAP again. It's uh, some of the f- same. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's all the same shit. Six months and then annually influenza, which is a very, that's like within the last 20 years they started doing that. Yeah, I get um, Six to 18 months is another booster for some but, of the other ones. You don't get the chicken pox and the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine until 12 to 15 months. But now. So you're now you're a year old. So yeah, you haven't hit measles, mumps, and rubella. Is it chicken pox vaccine? Now those may, yeah. now yeah. Are th- those may be like the mandatory ones. And I don't still don't agree with all that shit because like a lot of that stuff you have a very small chance of catching. And my whole this is my whole thing. You are born with powerful immune system. If I'm introducing these viruses oh, yeah. to your immune system at that age, what okay, I may be fortifying them against that, but what am I making you susceptible to because I've introduced this into your immune system with nothing should be really fucking with it at this particular point. That's my thing. Like we don't we do shit in hopes that it will pan out later but we don't motherfucking know. So that's what I'm saying. We're experiments. We're test dummies. Okay. We don't know what that will evolve us into by fucking with our immune system at such a young age. We well, don't know. We have so many fucking diseases and shit. We don't know where they originate from. How do we know we, they originate from this type of shit? We don't know. We don't take the time to motherfucking look through shit or even wait for the, the data to unfold because we're afraid. We're afraid to die. So we would rather kill motherfuckers and inject them with this shit then just okay. say fuck it. We gotta see what's going on first. Because so, if you really cared about people, you would do the motherfucking research. Okay, if you're gonna talk about doing the research, here's how that works. If you start, see, you have to see a correlation and be looking exactly. For it. So you have to wait for it to manifest. Right. So we've been exactly. do, we've been doing these kinds of vac. Yeah. Hold on. Mm-hmm. We've been doing these kinds of vaccinations for eighty years, and we there has yet to be been found any provable source that says that there's any correlation with anything with that amount of data to support that you know because what they because what science looks for is direct correlations how do we know these don't lead to depression or some other shit or infertility we don't know because that's not a direct correlation but when you deal with the body and the body is so fucking complex we just finding new organ systems in the fucking body so we don't even know how it works the whole all the way around but we're introducing this type of shit Hold on. Come on, man. I'll fight you back on that. Come on. So, 
let's say that we are, in fact, to your argument, we are using these vaccines to cure people of drugs that are maybe then causing the brain to malfunction. I'm saying that it can lead to a number of things that we don't, if it's not a direct correlation, then we don't look at it as a symptom of what we did. Hold on. Okay, go. I'm not fighting against that. I'm just saying, what if by doing so, we have created the ability to study the human brain that we otherwise wouldn't have data to support because then motherfuckers would have died of measles, polio, et cetera. We're learning more about ourselves as a result of us living longer than we should So, So we give ourselves a problem just so we can solve it. We might as well shoot ourselves in the head and try to bandage it. How, you only learn from things by pushing but it to we, the boundaries but, but of what it can be. We're, we're introducing the problem into the environment. If we don't introduce problem, we don't have to have a remedy for it. That's the, dude, we as human beings, we're supposed to live simple lives. All we need to survive <laughs> is water, shelter, companionship, food. That's if as far as humans are concerned, that's all we need. But we wanted mother, we wanted goddamn it, fuck master toys three thousands. So what that does <laughs> is we have to move society along till we get to a point so we can make that shit so we can have our desires. And nobody wants to be fucking sick. So nobody wants to take time off work to be sick. Nobody wants to be down to be sick. So we're trying to cue everything in the beginning stages. We're trying to make the perfect human. We don't want to die. We would rather be on this earth and be miserable for a thousand motherfucking years than just peace the fuck out. Have a good life. For how long you going to be here? Peace the fuck out. So this is what this is our attempt to be immortal. That's what I believe. It's the, it's the, the, we've been doing it for a long time. But, and that's fine. It's the society we live in. I've been vaccinated for some shit, I'm sure. I won't vaccinate my kids. Don't come around me. I don't give a fuck. Hopefully I'm rich enough to be on a mountain by time. That happened. But, or Carrie is. I don't want to be rich. <laughs> I'm just going to live with her. Cannot. There's so much that uh, I want to fucking fire back that I just stupefied. <laughs> Somebody else talk. <laughs> well, I mean, coming from a guy who has a autoimmune disease, a lot of these uh, are pretty important. Like, if I get pneumonia, that's the end of me. Game over. It's over. I'm okay. Uh, so I need that shot. <laughs> I, and you need the people around you to have had that shot. Yeah. Also, I need the flu shot. I know people think, like, oh, my God, it does this and that. Yeah, but I get the flu. I could be in the hospital for like a week. And you, you, know it, you know what all your autoimmune means, right? That means your system attacks itself. Yeah, that's what my disease is. That's what I'm saying. It's sarcoidosis. That's your body attacking itself. Yeah. Why does that happen? I don't have fucking you, have know. Have you seen him? Say what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is, like I say, we don't try to fix, we don't try to find the origin of problems. And matter of fact, I think we know where a lot of this shit comes from. But it's better for us to ignore that because it'll get better. There's something better down the line. So we'll ignore all this death, destruction, autism, whatever. Whatever you think comes from that shit, we'll ignore all that because we're going towards something at the end. And everybody else are just casualties along the way. That's the vision of society. Status up here, you don't have to sacrifice your kids to war, disease, all this shit because you're not a part of that culture. But we can inject these motherfuckers down here below us to make sure our kids are taken care of because we run the world. So we got to perpetuate our lineage and our bloodlines where you motherfuckers are just workers. Y'all motherfucking make us rich. That's our legacy. Oh, boy. Oh. Like, I don't care what you think you are or anything in this lifetime. We all end up as soil. 
Yeah. Our, our bodies end up in soil. You don't well, know what happens to anything else. I, I absolutely do. We're a bunch of electronic impulses that have no bearing outside of our own being. And once that's the what rest you believe. The, no, it's pretty much well proven. See, that's your problem. How can you sit? You just sit here and state a fact with no proof to back that fact up. We, we are literally Teslas. That's all we are. And do you, you know what? The computer on a Tesla doesn't you, work you when know the what batteries they do. die. Do you know what they do with scientific information when it's not enough to make a, a, a vibration, anything like that? They discard it. It's junk. Cool, because the standard's pretty high. Like you gotta, that's how like, can, when we live in, the, in, in a complex universe, how can reviews. we negate yeah. any information? That's man's ego saying that I'm better than nature. This don't fucking matter. I want to motherfucking make Sex Master 2000 vibrating. Okay, <laughs> so... To your point, what do you see in nature that leads you to believe that anything happens once the batteries die? What do I? That's the. That's your problem. No, no, no. That's your problem. I like this. That's your problem. You that's just the said, exact question you posed. You just said, "What do you see in nature?" What science does is matter, measures what we can see, what moves, what does all of this. Your Ideas. No, no, no. Your this ideas. is no, no. what you said Your to idea. me, and I just threw it right back to you. It's like, oh, you can't see it. I was like, so what do you see that make? If you had to try to convince no, me, but what I do? What do I, you see? You motherfucker! What God do you see or experience or like, or is it just what no, you feel? I, did I just? I didn't do. I did not just say something happens to you when you die. I said there is a possible. I said you don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. So I'm not going to sit up here and state a fact saying I know what happens when I know I don't know what happens. I know what I want to happen. I know what I think happens. And if, when you start to look at all the ancient tests and all this shit, it definitely leads you to believe that you have a soul that goes to another place after you, all of them agree with that. So how you're going to you're going to use because you are a negative person. So you're not going to gate. You have this idea that what do you believe in? You believe in God created the world or the Big Bang? It's not really a belief structure. Okay, what do you believe happened? What do you believe happened? I don't have the information to specifically say what happened. Oh, well, I, this, well, what we, do you we, theorize we, happened? Yeah. Based on Since the you, you, you have the information to say what happened when you died. Based, so you ain't based on to, no, based on what yeah, I have seen, the one it. that makes the most sense is the Big Bang. But even it, that's not fully understood, so I don't really hold that as gospel. It's an educated guess. That's all it is. It's Correct. not even an educated guess. It's just a guess. What's what's the education well, based off of? The education is based off the science we made to make something sound true to us. Yes, made by Jesuits. Think I'm lying. Everything, like all the rules of science and the laws of science and the theories of science were all spread by Jesuits. Okay. And the other option, they were spread by fanaticals of any other been, fucking religion. Like it's a, why, why it is all of our, it. why is all of our previous science only spread by one people? You mean most people? Not originally. No, literally originally. It, it wasn't it, it, until the dark ages. All of this was well supported. And then it, that happened and it all got fucking erased when you realize that people were actually well on path for a scientific approach to everything. Islam fucking died because of it, because some fucking shake came around and eliminated all all math, all math up until calculus was developed by the Arabs, by Islam, 100 percent. There is so much, and then all of a sudden, thought died. 
religion became powerful and until that point because that was greater power got to keep them in check because science is power understanding and at a fundamental level is fucking power what you do is you take this real negative connotation to everything even if you don't think you are you really are because you think science was developed to control i don't think science or religion was developed to control i believe it turned into that eventually but i believe the idea idea, this religion was for poor people it was because you lived in squalor you had when you in this life it was hard for you so this gave you okay this is bad but after this it'll be better but religion came in to get rid of the idea before that because what happens with humans is whenever we have an idea like religion or scientific ideas we oppress people with them you have to believe this. This is what is true. You don't have any other recourse besides this. And what you see is people start to rebel against it. And what happened with religion is people went to the whole, oh, well, the, the Big Bang, people just, you know, whatever. An unintelligent universe made an unintelligent thing and everything is by chance. So when we die, nothing fucking happens. Nothing matters. When you subscribe to that ideology, you feel like nothing matters. It's like blaming. It's like if someone gets shot and you blame the gun and not the person. Right? Kind of? Sort of? No? What? Oh, yeah, I don't even know where he's going with that. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 it's, it's, you're blaming the object, not the, not the person behind it who's operating the object. The object being religion, you know, they're using that to oppress people. It's not religion's fault. It's the, it's the fact that the people use the religion in a malicey way. Yeah. Religion, look, look, religion teaches you a lot of things when you look at it objectively. First of all, religion shouldn't be given to people. You should find religion. Yeah. Whatever religion resonates with you. And you should be able to choose. And that's the problem. It's like, dude, the only unforgivable sin in Christianity is questioning the God or religion. You can't do it. Like, you can kill a motherfucker, you can rape motherfuckers, and you can repent for that. You cannot repent for questioning God. So it literally puts you in a hole to where if you need something else outside of that to understand anything, you don't have that option or you're kicked out of religion. You can't be a part of religion if you don't believe it. And you believe it because I tell you to believe it, not because you feel like you believe it. And that's what's up with all the Christians in the world today. They believe it because it's an ancient ritual, not because they truly believe it. Motherfuckers don't believe in God because they don't live by the gospel. If, motherfuckers, if as many Christians on this planet live by the Matter of fact, any religious sect, if they live by the gospel, they, we wouldn't have the problems we have in this world. God and all of religions is just a fucking idea, an ancient idea that we follow just because of ritual. That's it. And matter of fact, the, the golden rule, do unto others as you would have do unto you, not do unto others as they do unto you, that just perpetuates violence. You can't have peace when you're constantly in violence, when you're constantly in vengeance. But that's what we do. Golden rule was developed by pagans. Everything was vegan by pagans. What are you talking about? They, they had, there wasn't a really a religion. It was all personal, individual yeah, beliefs. A religion is just a set of values you believe in. It's That's really a, all it is. No. I really, don't, yeah. I really don't care where it came from. It's not a bad rule. It kind of I kind of agree, but. Nobody lives by it. Yeah, you do to bad. people what they do to you. So if somebody treats you negatively, you treat other people negatively. That's not how you want to be treated. You want vengeance. You, because your ego is hurt because somebody did something to you. You got to show them that they can't fuck with you. I just want to say, see how this came back full circle from the beginning of the show? We're back to fucking holding grudges. Yeah, exactly. That's that, dude, you got, dude, you got the. But who do people. So, 
what what about when religion makes people hold grudges against shit that they don't really hold grudges against? Like it, it this, creates the dude, ideal of like I'm fighting against a grud- another ideal. A grudge. Like I'm not fighting against a, this guy. All a grudge is is a feeling of vengeance without execution. That's all a grudge is. Correct. But what and, if you're holding in the a Bible? Grud- in the Bible, it says, "Let you not seek vengeance. Vengeance is mine," meaning that God will handle it. You don't do shit. You live your life as good as you can. If everybody was doing that, we wouldn't have a problem. But everybody has this point to make. Everybody's trying to one-up each other with their righteousness by vanquishing evil in the world instead of just living a good life. God wrote that? Yes. Oh, it was in the what Bible. What language was that in? It was in the Bible. God I was paraphrasing. He said some shit like that. God you know didn't what I mean? say shit. <laughs> he, nah, a bunch he of shit. guys in the fourth century did. They, God can't speak. Remember? You've seen Dogma. Remember? Definitely it's did. Alan Blew Rickman. that guy's head out and he said yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it must have been awesome. It was pretty rad. That means somebody's heard it. That means God sounds like Alan Rickman. What language? English. It's English and it's <laughs> Definitely British. English? No, it's British English because it's, it's like it's, New Zealand English. No, no, no it's, it's uh, proper, yeah. proper British English because it's Alan Rickman. Remember? <laughs> it's Alan Rickman from Die Hard 1. Did you hear? I don't. You, you, you probably know about this. Did you hear like the unit of measure? Some unit of measure changed? No, it didn't change. What happened? Tell me the story. So they say they redefined the measure of the kilogram, and this was a big story. What, was, what did that? What does that mean for us? So, so this is one of those. It's mostly figurative. The, the amount that a kilogram weighs was always deter, like f- almost figuratively, a kilogram is this object's weight, and so at, in England at whatever society it is of weights and measures uh-huh. had a an object for the last several hundred years that defined like this is one kilogram so that if it ever came into play like the kilograms defined in ways that can be measured without this so it's somewhat symbolic but if this is the actual measure of a kilogram that's it now what happens is because it's all things degrade over time is that it had started to not actually be a kilogram. They found a new material that degrades at a much lower rate that they can use to define. Like if somebody would be like, how much is a kilogram? And it really came down to it. It's this object. But oh, again, so it's it like, started to waste away, so and it wasn't okay. a kilogram anymore, right? right. Okay. Or and it was I in there, was and it wasn't. It just wasn't what they wanted, and because with our ability to measure things at a much <coughs> finer degree, ah, it didn't yeah. line up with the math that we'd been using. So it's like, let's get one that's actually true to like everything that we've that, said. That okay, and that also brings us back to religion and everything else. Because figurative, oh yeah. But no, but 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 the problem is that. But and this is the 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 idea behind Old Testament, New Testament. Society changed. We need a new set of rules to govern the society we were in. We need that change again because we live in a technical society to where God people don't believe in God anymore because we can do too many things that we never thought we can do outside of God. To where it's, it's like I say, it's just a belief system now. It's just a tradition that people believe in. And it's, you don't truly believe in it. You don't really believe in it because you don't live by the doctrine. So it's just a thing that we need, we need to do away with. And we need to get a new set of ideology because it is what it is. We create the world we live in. But isn't that the... Uh, look, I don't think that it's about believing in God. If you... 
I, it's not. I, and, I, and, it's I'm, not. and I'm not negative on religion. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not negative. Either. I'm negative on religion and I'm negative on science when they try to like disparately disprove one another. However, the thing that's interesting is that to me, science proves why one plus one is two. The, religion tells me why I shouldn't fucking hate some guy for no good reason. And it like, doesn't it, work. It, it, but it's, we live in a world full of hate. Correct. Because that's what we've bred into that function. No, I, because if, the whole I, the whole thing it, behind reality, it, it guilts you into being a good person. But if you, like you said, if there was a new New Testament that sort of was like brought it up to date to be like, no, this is kind of how life is now. Like there was a time. No one would accept it. But no, but that's how it has to go. Is like it really needs but to be like, no, it we're has not to assholes. be obliterated by something so catastrophic it, that every religion that nobody, gets questioned. Everybody is so skeptical of everything. Right. There is not one belief right. ideology system that you can implement that will get the most people involved in it. When all of those other religious doctrines were made, it was a time to where if motherfucker didn't didn't just go with it they kill you but or they could do something to you so you had to go you can't do that really now today you can do it in Africa that's what missionary work is is hey you starving we'll give you some food if you believe in Jesus but all fucking religions are fundamentally teach you one of two things they either say believe in this greater thing so that you may unite as a people or believe no, in every, yourself as do all of us so every, that we can believe in ourselves every it's religious, all about unification every religious text that has been written down should be burned because that's the fucking problem because you made it literally you wrote it down so somebody can 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 perceive it literally where if you read the Bible the original Bible because what happened when the Bible was translated into English it the way they wrote it the way the English language is set up it fucks up a lot of the things in there and if you start going back and you start looking at Greek versions of it and Latin and stuff like that it tells you a totally different story and it, it's supposed to tell you that you're God Everything that God is is inside of you, and that's where we and we took God out of there and we made it a capitalistic idea. Oh, you want God? Pay for it, which is suffering in your, in your tides. Uh, no, there is one new religion that's out that's making a big wave. I don't know if you know about it. It's the social justice warrior religion. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. It's like it's like a religion, dude. Think about I, it. Here's, here's think about it though. How it's all set up. Well, yeah, there, a, there's an original sin. There's uh, there's like a deity. You know who's the deity? Like just like it's justice. It, it like th they don't have a person. I, don't, I, I can't. The perfect, the perfect can do no wrong. Never yeah. has done wrong. Never will do, do there, wrong. And there's a puritanistic Ooh. kind of like like thing to them where it's like you got to toe this line, and if you don't, you're fucked. And they 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 make people fucking march. Scarlet letter well, shit. That's, yeah, that's, I, that's an interesting thought. I yeah. like this, this is the idea. whole this is the whole rebellion against religion. We we know religion doesn't keep people virtuous, so now we have to do it. It's all it is. Yeah. It's, it's a rebellion against all this shit. It's all religious rebellion, the, it, sexuality, yeah. all that shit. It's yeah. just rebelling against. Matter of fact, it's not even religion. Let me not even say religion. Just the constructs of society we live in. The idea of being masculine. Now we're rebelling against that. The idea of being feminine. It's all rebellion. The idea of I'm a dude. I can only fuck dudes. No, I want to fuck everything. It's a rebellion, and we create uh, just personal attachments to these rebellions, and we're like, oh, this is who I am. Nobody should be classified off who they fuck. You fuck what you want to fuck. You're still a human being. Why well, do I have to specially classify you because you like asshole of a pussy? That's just like liking tomatoes or not liking tomatoes. That's why I have a problem with the fucking governor of the polis there. I'd be like, hey, like, who are you voting for? Like, oh, polis, why? He's gay. I'm like, do you know anything else about I mean, people. He's, he's gay. Yay. 
that's one you know what i'm saying like i it was like hillary when people were like when when hillary was running it's like people were always go well she's not trump me, what else is there let me tell There's you nothing why. else there because people have given up on white men men in general so now we're looking to everybody else to be our saviors oh maybe yeah. this gay person will do it maybe this trans person will do it we got to find out that people if they ain't shit they ain't shit no matter who they fuck no matter what attachment they got on their genitalia it don't matter if you are not a person with integrity i don't give a fuck who you put up there you're gonna be a bad person yeah i mean it's not i'm not shitting on the guy for being gay i'm just saying that that cannot be the only reason why you're voting for a guy it is you've got to find other shit too well, because they feel justified in that because they feel a lot of people voted for Trump because he's a white man. White man. They did. No, no, no. That may, in fact, be true. No, I'm not saying all people, but there are people out there but, like, oh, it's a white man. But, but yeah. you know what? And what's weird is where that really started was, unfortunately, it's like a byproduct of Obama because it's like people, that's the first time it was always white man versus white man. Yeah, there's a race didn't play a card. It never did. No. Obama comes in and all of a sudden it was like, you voted for him because he's black. And a lot of people are like, yep, yeah, absolutely did. It doesn't. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because why you I vote did, for anybody. I don't because hate you know what happened that did that. But all of a sudden, it'd be like, oh, now we're we're there. We're we'll be like, no, you're voting the, for because they're not this. The reason why the reason why Obama got elected because white people tired of white people. So they like, well, give the black dude a try. Everybody's tired of old white people. I'm not. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> this old white dude told me a story about his black mama. And it was hilarious. And he, they almost kicked him out the box because he said she was a big black woman with big titties. And somebody heard him. Oh, and he was talking to me <laughs> about how he grew up in Mississippi. And he, uh, his mom had a maid, which was this big black woman named Lola. And she would come clean up the house, but she would treat him like that was her son. And one day he went to go see her across the tracks. And he didn't know how she lived. And he was like, that shit broke, our heart, broke his heart. He, like, he didn't even have any concept that people live like that. But this lady would come there and show him love all the time. So he had this attachment to her. But he was an old white dude that only had a certain level of knowledge to tell his story. So it came out real vulgar for 2019 and everybody was listening. And he was kind of drunk. You know what I'm saying? So everybody listening, wait for it. And I, I had to tell him, like, leave him alone. I'm talking to him. Like, he's not bothering me. He's not talking to y'all. Leave him the fuck alone. Because oh, I want to hear the story. Yeah. White Knights coming up. What? Yes, yeah. that's the point. It's like they yeah, made knight. it their fucking business, and they yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's their problem. Dude. It's and the I'm white like, but that's the problem. That dude, as a matter of fact, he was a veteran too. So he just he was drunk. He just wanted to tell his story. But because we live in a time to where people find language abusive, you can't tell your story like you want to tell your story. But this is like the thing. Like Hamill and I had a conversation about this. So this scenario is okay. A bunch of white people. Let's just, I'm going to set the scene however I'm going to set it, but let's roll with it. A, a bunch of white people in a bar. You're talking to an old white guy that they're believe is saying racist things to you. Yeah. You know in your heart exactly what's going on and you are in great control of the situation because if he gets out of hand or does something, you have it in your power and you have the confidence to be like, I can stop if that goes wrong. However, everybody else in that bar doesn't think that. I have to save this black man from a white man's racism. Because you know what it is? It's because that black man is not capable of doing that. So that is, that's white knight. The person is not, not capable of dealing with what I perceive as adversity, so I need to come there and throw my shield up and protect No, them. 
It's not that. It's that white people don't want their worst possible representative to be the one out front. That might be the underlying. That is, that that's the motivation exactly they it. don't talk about. That's that a great exactly point. That's exactly it. That's a well, great that, but, but that's my, It's but, the same thing like every time there's a tornado, they don't talk to the guy who like, you know, the roof was ripped off of his industrial building and now his company's fucked. They talk to the dude in the trailer park that's like, well, yeah, we was outside watching a tornado with some binoculars. And then all of a sudden you could feel it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, it's close, Clem. Like, <laughs> that's just what they fucking do. <laughs> But that's what I try to tell people, and it's like nobody, <laughs> white people have been oppressed for a long time, and it's just the idea of the of the idea of whiteness. It comes with a lot of you must be this way, you must act this way, you must be this, and it's it's really oppressive. But nobody gives a fuck because white people did it to themselves. But I see it. I see, and you. That's why a lot of white men are having problems. That's why a lot of white women are having problems because white women had to be absolutely virtuous. Like you, you had to be fucking like a virgin shit like that. They had that on them for a long motherfucking time. But then they was out here doing all sorts of crazy shit to women, and that's why white women. I fucking. That's why I ain't they ain't having y'all kids. That's why I ain't marrying y'all no more. That's why they fucking gay. That's why they crazy as fuck. Cause y'all fucked them up. Y'all put too much oppression on them, and them in return to y'all. It's just a cycle of oppression, and everybody's rebelling against it. So nobody wants to be what they think there's what society says they should be. So they're doing everything else. And now it's getting ridiculous. Because like once you create a box for yourself that you think negates responsibility, everybody else is going to jump in that box. Oh, they like they're having fun over time. I'm going to get in that box. And now it becomes a thing. And now we live in a capitalist society where they don't give a fuck what you are. If I can make money off of it, be gay, be trans, be whatever. You just gave me a whole new line of revenue. I don't give a fuck what you are. Matter of fact, I'm going to get out in front of it. I'm going to make cartoons with gay shit in there. I'm going to put billboards with gay shit up there. Because I don't care what you are. Because I know ultimately, you're still a human being. You want shit, so I'm going to sell it to you. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, because that's the whole idea of like, oh, they're forcing this on us. No, they ain't. These are individual people around the world that are rebelling, and that's what they're doing. And they're just trying to sell to them. It's advertisement. They're advertising to you too, but you only see this one thing because it's different. It's out the normal what you're used to or what you agree with. So that's the biggest thing you see because we look for the negativity. It may be one gay commercial on TV in a 24-hour period, but you'll focus on that one gay commercial. Oh, they forcing <laughs> this shit on us. I think what's really funny and it's, you know, now that there's so many different channels is that when you watch different shit that's outside of what you normally watch, like, you know, it's like, ah, what day? Ah, fuck, I'll watch a great British bake-off. Mm-hmm. And you see the commercial be like, wait, these products are a thing? Like, how are they pitching this? Like, because <laughs> it's not the commercials you usually see. Like, yeah. on, even, and it's true on YouTube too. Like, you watch YouTube and it's like, you're normally watching this and then one day you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm just going to watch like a stupid cat video. And all of a sudden it's like, well, that, that video is geared towards moms and you're just like, the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like, I, it's a whole different world. Well, that's just like and the way lot- they pitch shit to kids now. Like, I can remember how G.I. Joe and shit with like toys were pitched to us. Now it's, oh boy, it's psychotic. No, have, have you seen like the kids shit? It's like you, it's like they're trying to create these worlds where if you watch, you're like you're on mushrooms. Yes. It's just colors and shapes and things that make no sense just walking around. It makes no fucking sense. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? At least our cartoons had plots and motherfuckers fighting and shit. They just doing all stuff, rolling around in grass, blowing bubbles. No, just nonsensical shit. Like fucking Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
Yo Gabba Gabba is brilliant. <laughs> I've seen Yo Gabba Gabba on a significant amount of mushrooms because, like, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like they're trying to create the effect of being but, on mushrooms. But what he's saying is now he get he now he gets it. He can see it so and be like, I know what's going on here. <laughs> it's like SpongeBob SquarePants and like Adventure Time. Like a lot of like young adults to watch that. Oh show. shit! It's almost time to go. It is time to go. Did y'all wait? Oh, we, did y'all see John Wick three? Haven't yet. You seen? Not yet, no. You seen? I have not. Is it good? Oh, that shit is off the I want to see it so it's bad. Like, but it's, like John Wick movies are ones I watch. Like by, I've never seen a John it, Wick movie in theaters. It's always like me in a room like this just being like, mm, like getting like adrenaline shakes. I would definitely see it in theaters. If you could see the IMAX, like it's literally like as soon as the motherfucker come on. Action, then it explains for about... 20 minutes, action out the motherfucker. So, and it's like, it's it's well choreographed. It's well shot, well edited. It's a very good movie. It's just. I believe it is the evolution of the of the action movie. Well, I hope so. Well, I mean, what, what, so what they, you, did I, did y'all, y'all seen Raid, right? I told y'all about, right? The two yeah. dudes that was in there, they in that motherfucker. So these are like legit fighters. And Keanu Reeves can fight. Like, he's a trained fighter. So you see, and I, like, they had a Holly Berry in there whooping ass. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, typically when you can't fight, they do the shaky camera where they're doing it from every angle. So you just see parts of the action. You see them moving. Lots of cuts. Yeah. But like these were like straight on. And like the knife scene in the motherfucking movie when they broke this thing and they was throwing these knives at each other, this shit was dope. And the dogs was dope as hell. But I just like to say, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because when you, when you watch it, tell me what do you think about the council and the like they keep talking about the rules. To keep everybody in line, you have to follow the rules. I want you to tell me what you think about it. I got an idea. I got a theory about it, but I got to watch the other two and wait for the fourth one <laughs> to, have a, to have a whole idea on it. But it's interesting. What else we got? Anything? Uh, oh, Bears Open Mike is? On Thursdays in Violet's venue. It's in Wheat Ridge. We get high in the parking lot. When is the next show? What date is it? It's when the, this gets out, it's going to be the fifth. The fifth would be the date that Bear's referring to, fifth or sixth. Sure. Oh, matter of fact, I cheese. Let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this before I go. You t- you said that God ain't say that. I got the quote right here because I took it down. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but let it to the, uh, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay," says the Lord. Uh huh. That's out the Bible. That so is Romans who, twelve nineteen. Who did he say it to, and in what language? He said to some white man that wrote it down. I don't know. <laughs> My problem with the Bible is that the King James version, like they altered shit because Dude. King James didn't like the way the rules were. But you know what? If this, if the, it, the same's true of the Old Testament too. But you know, if we read the King, King James verse uh, version and it's in uh. context. It's dude. It's literally a dude that just wanted to fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you, you saw this shit, and I'm like, what? Y'all let this dude the fuck? I'm telling you, it's hilarious. Whatever. We out.